in today's show, we're looking ahead to Thursday. Finally, a day that doesn't have a million games on. We're going to look at streaming options. We're going to see what we're watching for, and we're going to hear right now from Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Thank you for making LockedOnFantasyBasketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're here to look at Thursday's games that are only four on a nice respite after the big days we've had Monday and Wednesday. Um, and a little bit more time to just sort of soak in and stream some guys and see what's actually going on around the league. And that's exactly what we're going to do. So we're going to do that today. Warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> the first game. It is the Mavs and the Wizards back-to-back for Dallas after that early one on Wednesday. Um, yeah, due to the hurricane over there. So they are flying off to Washington straight after that game. And we do know at this point that Christian Wood is out again with that knee issue. Uh-oh. That's not great, is it? For the Wizards, they're going to be without some guys as well. Bradley Beal is going to be out. COVID protocols again. Um, Dylan Wright, of course, is out. Davis Bertans, I was going to say he's out for the Wizards, but no, he's out for the Mavericks because he plays, of course, for the Mavericks. Well, he used to play for the Mavericks before his knee rooted and, uh, yeah, he's not able to get out there. Anyway, that's a lot of talk on Davis Bertans, someone who's not going to matter at all this season. But who is going to matter, I think, is Josh Green, who has been really impressive. I haven't seen what happened Wednesday yet because I'm recording this before that game. But it's been a really positive trend. So we'll take Wednesday's data point. And we also want to see what he does on Thursday here. I think with the lack of games on Thursday, Green is going to be an interesting stream option. Probably, yeah, 12, fine, but probably more 14-team leagues. But I can actually see him being a really useful player this season. So we're going to get another opportunity to focus in on what Josh Green can do with fewer games on. And then with Wood out on Wednesday, they're starting Dwight Powell. I imagine they'll probably start Dwight Powell again because JaVale McGee is washed. So Powell, even 28 minutes a night, which I think he can get with Wood out, like, uh, he is at least a 12-team streamer. He's not a must-roster player in 12-team leagues. He's had moments of being that in the past, but he's at least a 12-team streamer. But let's see what they do with him in. Do they push JaVale's up? They don't really have many other options. Of course, they don't have Boban anymore. So it's going to be Powell, who's going to have to play a pretty decent-sized load, I'd, I'd say. Let's watch it. For the Wizards, it's Jordan Goodwin. Last two games have been great. Beal remains out. I don't expect Goodwin to do what he did last time, which was an awesome performance, perfect shooting. But he's contributing across the board, defensive stats, rebounds, steals, assists. He's scoring well. He's been efficient. And he's probably going to get another 20-minute roll here, at least. Can he push into a situation where he just is the permanent backup point guard and they convert him from a two-way? Could he push Monte Morris, who's been bad? I think Monte's been really, really bad this season. In fact, Monte Morris just continues to struggle and do exactly what he does. Low usage, um, low scoring, low rebounds, no defensive stats. He's boring. He's so boring. 
And if you wanted to drop him, you probably wouldn't drop him before Thursday considering the low volume and the Wizards have a good schedule this week. I, I wouldn't be feeling super secure in what Monte is going to do this season. And that, of course, is not great. He didn't draft him particularly high in the hundreds most likely, but it's been even more disappointing than I expected. The next game, the Sixers and the Hawks. This is a back-to-back for Atlanta, not for Philadelphia. Um, I don't know whether Trey Young is going to play on Wednesday, so I'm listing him questionable for Thursday. I don't know. Um, Daniel House should return for uh, for Philadelphia, while Jim Harden will be out. Bogdan Bogdanovich will also be out. Last time we saw Philadelphia, George Niang dropped in seven triples. I don't think we should expect that at all. But if House is out, Niang's ability to shoot is going to be needed even more, and his minutes probably go up, and he does become someone to pay attention to. I wouldn't be adding him in 12-10 leagues outside of a desperation stream for Thursday, but that's sometimes where we're at, isn't it? Just trying to get somebody who can come in and score a little bit and hit some threes. I've had people ask me whether they dropped DeAnthony Melton, because I think he scored six points last game. He also had you know assists and rebounds and steals, and he does blocks and all that sort of stuff. You absolutely don't drop DeAnthony Melton while Jim Harden's out. He's going to be a starting guard playing 30 minutes a night who's got top 50 fantasy skill set upside. Is he going to hit it every night? No, because he's DeAnthony Melton. He's going to be inconsistent. But he's an absolute must-roster player. Don't think twice about it. Don't even think once about it. He's absolutely a must-roster player. Don't think about dropping him. But let's hopefully he goes out there and shows you why you shouldn't be dropping him in this game. That's what I'm hoping for. And I think that's what we're going to get. For the Hawks, we'll get more of an idea about this on Wednesday, what is AJ Griffin's role? Because last game without Trey, 31 minutes, dominated. Played better than Aaron Holiday, better than Justin Holiday. Do they use him in the rotation ahead of those guys? Or does Nate McMillan push him back to the bench in a very limited role? I think his shooting is so key, especially with Bogdanovich out. They actually need him to play. Whether they do it or not, I, I don't know. We want to watch that. I also want to watch the Baptist, Johnny Collins. Because outside of the first three games, he's been... Bad. Efficiency's off. Usage off. Usage way down. Minutes way down. And we thought it started, look at this, 36 minutes. They're giving him usage. And then ever since that, it's devolved. And it's like Trey Young, DeJounte Murray take every shot in the world. Collins plays 30 minutes and doesn't touch it anymore. And that's what we've seen the last two years, basically. We thought, hey, without Gallinari, they're going to pump more minutes into him. Look at this. Egalitarian offense. They're sharing the ball. No, no. It's just gone back to him doing nothing. And that's really disappointing. Can that trend be changed? Uh, I, I I have some doubts considering the way that we've seen that go over the last couple of years. I don't have doubts about where the best place is if you're hiring though. Today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. And if you are hiring, LinkedIn Jobs is going to be the best place for you to go. It's a huge time drain, cost drain to hire staff and hire it efficiently. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster, and for free. You go in there, you create that job. That's your first step. Easy, done, out of the way. And then you go onto your profile and you add the purple hashtag hiring frame and that lets all your LinkedIn contacts know that you are hiring. Alerts them, go, ooh, ooh, I know someone who might be good for this job. I know someone who might be good for this job. Or they apply themselves. And then you set the screening questions up so that you eliminate the people you don't want. You just get narrowed straight in to the guys that fit your criteria for skills and experience. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs, number one, in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. 
LinkedIn Jobs helps you find those quality candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. That is linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA, and you can post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. After looking at LinkedIn Jobs, go check out Locked On Sports today. Make it your second listen every day because they have everything across the sports world covered using all of the Locked On Podcast Network hosts to cover the individual team stories across all sports. Locked On Sports today, wherever you find podcasts and, of course, on the old YouTube. Next game we're going to take a look at is the Hornets and the Heat. This is a back-to-back for Charlotte, uh, not for Miami. Victor Oladipo will be out. Gordon Haywood, LaMelo Ball, Caleb, uh, sorry, Cody Martin are all going to be out on Wednesday. I don't expect that they return on Thursday, but who knows? Cody Martin's been doubtful literally since opening night. That is literally. He played one minute opening night, doubtful every game since, which is finable. The NBA should be finding them. He cannot be doubtful every game for basically four weeks. I think it might be three weeks, but it's ridiculous. Haywood and Baller, I don't know, but they could be coming back. But we don't. We just don't know. Tyler Hero also missed the last game. Everyone has a hero. True. Zero people shouldn't have a hero. So officially, the status hasn't been updated with his ankle. You would expect the last time he played was Friday. You would expect that he is ready to go for Thursday's game. So what do we want to watch on the Hornet side of things? If Haywood and Martin and Ball remain out, then Jalen McDaniels and Dennis Smith and Kelly Oubre remain a go. The minutes will be up. The production will be solid. And they remain now. McDaniel's is sort of bit all over the place. He, he would, I think he shot seventy percent from three, and then he missed thirteen threes in a row. Like that's again when we talk about regression, and that hits hard, yeah. And sometimes he gets defensive stats. Sometimes he does nothing. I still maintain there's a chance he's a better fantasy player than his brother this year, but we will find out. And then I haven't really mentioned this guy much, PJ Washington. I get questions about it all the time. Hey, is PJ a drop? No. Even if PJ has a game where he scores eight points on twenty percent shooting, he's not a drop. The role is secure. He's playing 30 minutes a night at least. There will be bad nights. There will be nights when he has 18 points with four threes and nine rebounds and two blocks and two steals and three assists. And he's a top 40 player, right? This is what he will be. You don't drop PJ Washington. I hope he can get some consistency but or some efficiency even. But I think I just sort of know that's who PJ Washington is at this point. So let's watch that. For the Heat, Max Struess. Now, people really push back when I talk about Max Struess. I don't know why there's a fascination. Man, you said Struess is just a streamer. Well, that's just wrong. He does so many good things. To me, Max Struess hits threes. Right? That, that's what he does. And when someone's out, whether it's Hero or Butler, his minutes push up. But on a healthy team, I'm not sure that he's a 32-minute-a-night player. And look, the last seven games, 32 minutes a night, he's 83rd-ranked player. He's 15 points, three threes. But it's... Under four rebounds, it's two assists, it's one steal. Like, they're just either average or below average. They're okay. But I think when we look long-term at what his role is going to be, if this team is healthy, and it's a big if. Yeah, Oladipo's still out. Hero misses, but someone's always missing. So I, I get holding on to him, but his one fa- fantasy category is threes. That's what he does. It's threes. Everything else is fine. You're not getting big negatives from him. You're getting marginal negatives with one big positive. And to me, that makes him a streamer. Now, you might disagree with that, and that's fine. And his value obviously goes up when players are out and versus players in. But on a fully healthy team, I don't think he's more than a streamer. But we'll get another opportunity, I guess, because Oladipo will be out, and Hero might be out. 
I want to watch Caleb Martin. Now, I think Struis is probably better than Caleb Martin. So I would actually have Struis over Martin. Martin's been starting all season. He's doing nothing. Like, what's the point of him? There's no upside in him. He'll have a big game. And he had that one big game. Um, But what else is he doing? He doesn't score that well. doesn't rebound. Defensive stats are fluky. He's 170th this season. He's not... Look, the shooting, I think, will improve. He's at 30% from three and under 50 from two. Last season, he had a true shooting of 61. He's at 50 this season. So there's massive room for that to improve. That doesn't mean we have to hold, but let's see if we can get something to turn around because it's actually getting worse game by game, it feels, for Caleb Martin. But the role is there. Oladipo out, as we said. The last game of the day is the Blazers and the Pelicans. This is a back-to-back for both squads. We'll be really watching a lot of these guys because um, Jeremy Grant and Yusuf Nurkic both appeared as questionable on the Blazers' morning injury report. And Larry Nance, we still don't have an update on whether he is going to be available to play for the Pelicans on Wednesday. So those absences will change so much about this game. We know Gary Payton is going to be out. Much like with PJ Washington, Josh Hart is a guy that I get questions about all the time. Do I drop Josh Hart? No. It doesn't matter that he scores eight points. It's the eight rebounds and six assists and one steal. And yeah, that's where the value, and even like a half a block or 0.8 blocks, that's the value of Josh Hart. He's not a droppable player. Um, look, Just look at his role and look at his production outside of scoring. I also want to watch Anthony Simons. Usage, efficiency, assist rate next to Dame. Can he be a top 70 player next to the Lillard? I have significant doubts, but I want to see what happens. Say if Grant is out, what does that mean? Or is it just Simons needing one of those guys out, either Grant or Lillard, to step up? For the Pelicans, Trey Murphy's role. 20 minutes, 27 minutes. Is it reliant on Nance or not? That's what we want to watch. Because if you can still get 27 minutes and pushing Najee Marshall out of the rotation and limiting Devontae Graham to nothing, it is possible for him to play 25 plus. I think it's unlikely, but it is possible. So let's watch that. And then Herb Jones, who prior to Wednesday had two games in a row of strong usage. Didn't really expect that from Herb. Got to the line a lot, scored well. I think we still view him as a defensive stat specialist, but if he's going to suddenly turn into a usage guy, and I don't think last game, not Wednesday, the game before that Monday, where he had more usage than CJ, is a reasonable expectation, but two games is not a trend, but it's a pre-trend. That's not a word, but I made it up. And that's where we're sitting with him. Let's look at some streaming options. Category leagues for Thursday. Now, these are guys who are available in over 50% of leagues that you can add in just to play on Thursday. Now, these are guys I've talked about I don't really like that much. Caleb Martin, not a must-hold 12-team league player. Good stream. Dorian Finney-Smith, I don't think he's a must-roster 12-team league guy, but an excellent stream for Thursday. Dwight Powell, an excellent stream for Thursday. Justice Winslow, getting 20-plus minutes every single game as the backup. A, and if Nurkic is out, he might play 29 or 30 minutes. Maxi Kleber has a little bit of value as a streamer with... Well, he's the guy who'll get the minutes there behind Dwight Powell as well. So he's got an opportunity. And he can have those games where he has 15 points, five threes, five blocks. Like Not, not actually exaggerating that. He can do that. Really, but he can do it. Will Barton. No, f- you, Will. No, he's ready to sack that. We know that Beal is out, so Barton maybe has upside. He's shithouse, but maybe he's got upside. Josh Green's a good stream, and I think Jordan Goodwin is an excellent opportunity, but he is it's very, very, very possible that you end up with egg on your face on that one. For deeper leagues, these guys are all available in over 90% of leagues. Dwight Powell, Muxy Kleber, Josh Green, Jordan Goodwin, all of those guys we like, even for 12s. Um, Reggie Bullock, Denny Avdia, PJ Tucker, and Aaron Holiday, although you could replace that with AJ Griffin, depending on what happens with Trey Young and with the rotation on Wednesday.
And then lastly, we look at points leagues. All available over 50% of leagues. Caleb Martin, Mason Plumley, Onyeka Okongwu. Great opportunity to use him. Justice Winslow, Trey Murphy, Dorian Finney-Smith, Barton, Will Barton, and Jordan Goodwin. And guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on Odyssey and on YouTube. You thumb it up, you leave a comment, you subscribe, you ring the bell. And if you want to support this mustache, go to au.movember.com, search Josh Lloyd. The link is in the description. The link is in the show notes. And you can see me grow this big bushy guy out for the rest of this month. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.